All right. If you guys have been following us on Instagram, you all know that we have been on vacation for the past few days. Not vacation. Oh, it felt like vacation to me because really? of how much fun we had. Oh. I usually get a lot more rest on vacation. Oh, yeah. So that was more like work. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been in Redlands, California since Thursday of last week. With Our the, guest today thinks we were in Los Angeles. Though. That's right. If you are in Southern California, from now on, you are in Los Angeles. <laughs> you have seen it all. Yeah. So our guest today lives in um, Rialto, California. You may know him. You may notice Colton was a little down in the episode. He wasn't feeling very well. He was under the weather. We thought he had another bout of COVID, but God brought him out. Yeah, I fought through it. Um, you know, I knew that we needed to take advantage of our time there and get some podcasts recorded. So I did this episode with a light case of COVID-19. COVID-21, probably. COVID-21, the newest the newest, one. newest and best. Welcome to The Convo with Kurt and Colton, where we talk about music, life, and reality. I'm Kurt. And I'm Colton. And this, this is The Convo. from the Prophet's Chambers, located in Redlands, California. We have a special guest with us today, all the way from a little town called Colton, California. Do you live, you don't live in Colton, do you? I live in Rialto. Rialto, yeah. gotcha. Your church is in Colton, though, right? Yes, sir. Okay. It's a neighbor in town, right next to each other. But if anyone's asking, it's Los Angeles. Yeah, you go. Right. That's right. it. LA. <laughs> Specific. Make it make sense. That's right. See, I've, I've been in L.A. all weekend, but it turns out I've been an hour away from it. We figured that out twice when we took the yeah. hour drive. To- yeah. We've been having a lot of fun. Shout out to Ryan Dunno. He's been our awesome the main man. hangout man. Yeah. He's really tired today because me and Colton have been running him ragged. Yeah. He's done a great job. Here in the room with us all the way from Rialto, California. Mr. In Control himself. Frankie Taylor Jr. There you go, bro. Frankie, how tall are you? I am six feet. Man, you're you're only six feet. You look yes, taller sir. than six feet, and you look way taller than you do online. Really? Yeah. Probably got I got long legs, bro. Do you recognize that thing on the ground beside you right there? What's this here? Yeah. Pizza. What else? Is this a? Remember that guy from Mark's recording? Oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> is, is that it? That's my version of it. We, we bought him one. Me and bro, bro bought him that. <laughs> I still have that video. That was an epic moment. I Oh, he was located on that side where yeah, the pizza yeah, man yeah. was. Oh, it was great. It was funny because <laughs> we were we were all hungry. I, by the way, I'm always hungry. I think that's been the, the theme of the weekend since we've been hanging out. Like that's I've been true. hungry the entire time. So 
at the recording, like we're having church, man. Things are, I mean, it was probably the, the, the highest moment of the concert, uh, the recording. And this dude brings in a box of, a hot box of Domino's pizza. <laughs> and it smelled bomb, bro. We all looked, <laughs> we, we, we all looked over, Draylon and I, we were looking. I was like, yo, is that is that a pizza box? And we didn't realize what was going on. He he came up to the platform, bro, and he, <laughs> he offered Isaac a piece of pizza, bro. <laughs> I lost it. I was like, yo, is, is this really happening? It was great. It was, it was great. Bro, that— Like, I'm glad the moment happened. It was great. I mean, I know Mark probably wasn't happy about that, but it was great. Well, that far into the recording, amazing. I feel like he could have sold that pizza for a pretty good price. <laughs> bro, absolutely. I, I would have bought the whole thing, bro. No problem. <laughs> Gave him a hundred bucks. So Frankie, you're, uh, I mean, you're like, you're doing it right now. Like you got an album coming out. Everyone's waiting on it. How's it coming along? Album's finished. Thank God. We're, we're thankful for that. Um, we, uh, we are going to be making an announcement this week. So about the album and, uh, which is, which I'm very excited about, but the album is finished and, uh, it, it sounds really good. I'm, I'm really happy with, with the, the work. Um, that was done on it. Um, Axel Rios and uh, and jo- Joseph Salamita. Um, Axel with the production and Joseph Salamita with the mix and his team with the mastering. And man, I'm I'm just thankful. I'm really thankful. It came out great. Shout out to Vancouver Studios. Yeah, shout Coming out for all your production recording needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Florida's finest. So yes, can you sir. tell us about some of the songs on the album? Like, yes, sir. They all originals. So Did you write them. Um, every song except one is, is original. And then another one is, is, you know, I got the the idea from Nathan French, more than amazing actually. And Nathan hit me up on a, on a Tuesday night. He was like, yo, Frankie, I've got this song idea. I will lift my eyes to the hills. I will lift my eyes as love is real. I'm like, yo, I need that. Mm-hmm. And I was in the middle of, of like writing for In, in Control Live. And I was like, man, I, I need an upbeat song. So... Uh, we took it, and for for like two months, we could not figure out. I could not figure out what to put with the song. So, anyways, uh, but the other the other uh, nine songs, uh, or other eight songs, um, uh, God gave them to me in in five months, man. From NAYC to to December sixth, um, God gave me those songs. It's funny, "Favor My King." I wrote it Friday night of NAYC. So really, yes, sir. God gave me that song in its entirety Friday night. So it was really cool. It's a special song. Um, and so anyways, we were thinking about, we were thinking about the theme. The theme was kingdom come. Right. And then, you know, I was like, man, I, I, I just have this tune in my head, you know, oh, oh, and I was like, man, I need to do something with that. And so I kept hearing you are forever my king. And so I sat in the room. I had, I didn't know who he was at the time. But I sat in, the, in, in a in a room with Brandon Cowden. He was working on something. He's on the other side of the room. He was typing on his computer. And we had just got out of praise team practice. And I went in there. I just snuck in there so I can, you know, record in my memo. I'm like, you are forever my king. And I hit him up actually recently. I was like, yo, do you know that I was like writing the song right then and there? But it's crazy. So it's pretty amazing how, how things work out and how God does things. So, But anyways, that's a special moment for forever my king. So was NAYC the moment you decided to do an album? That's a good question. So NAYC is when I when I, it was confirmed that it's it's got to it's got to go down. I felt it. I felt it for for months, and I never really pulled the trigger until I just I just felt. I think NAYC was 
They're like, hey, I just started speaking out loud. Like I'm doing this recording. It's happening in my head and in my heart. I knew that I was going to do it. I just didn't know how it was going to get done. And I was like, I got to do it. And so uh, NAYC, I I can say that, yeah, it was was a, a, a moment for me where I was like, okay, this is it's gonna happen. And I actually hit up Axel during that, you know, during the time. I was like, hey bro, it's really official. We, we gotta do this thing. It's yeah. gonna happen. So but yeah, man. That's awesome. So Frankie, tell us a little about how did what's your, you know, your origin story when it comes to music? Like, you know, tell us, tell us all about it. Well, um, as a child I was um I was autistic and um my parents didn't know what was, you know, the doctors would say that I I had, you know, some stuff going on with me and and I was having a hard time, you know, communicating and just some some issues growing up. And uh, I'm thankful, you know, for God's healing power, thankful for, you know, parents that didn't give up on me and they, they you know, got me the treatment that I needed. But for a long time, you know, I I I didn't um I didn't like um um or excuse me, I liked loud music for some reason. It just, for me, it was different. It worked. My mom, as a child, she, for a long time, I didn't. And mom put me, she she told me that she would put me by the speaker when I was, you know, when I take my naps. And she said that the doctors told her not to do that. But she said that she, that was her way of, of like, that was her treatment for me. And she would turn up the music and I, it would, she would just blast while I was sleeping. And, and for some reason, I slept, I slept through, you know, the music, but it just, as a child, two, three years old, I started playing the drums, bro. It was just like music was something for me. I just loved it. I just wanted to do it. My brother was a drummer. And, um, and so as I grow, got older, um, doctors were telling my mom that, that music was like therapy for me, you know, but I would watch my brother play and I wanted to play the drums so bad. So I would, I would get pots and pans, bro. And I would play and, you know, and then later on in life, you know, I would say 12 years old, my, my siblings, they, they had all moved out. And so I had my own room. I was by myself. I was always locked up in my room and I would record and I would had a little keyboard and I would play and I would just sing songs. And I started writing, I think like at 10 or 11 years old, just writing just notebooks of songs that God would give me songs. And, um, and then, you know, it wasn't until <clears throat> I was about 15, 16 to where, you know, I was, I was uh, actually singing those songs in church um, and um, you know, I had just been a drummer, you know, for a long time. And um, we ended up getting another drummer when I was like 17, 18. His name is Adam, Adam uh, Jimenez. And he got good really fast. So I was able to get off the drums and start singing. And I didn't know that I knew how to sing. I just, I didn't, I just started singing. We needed a tenor and start singing. And so I told our music director at the time, like, Hey, I've got these songs. Let's, let's just do them. Like, why not? And we just started doing the songs and, and uh, all of a sudden, bro, just, that's all she wrote. I mean, just, you know, the more we did them, the more, you know, the more I started writing and the more guys started using them. So um, I, I I actually tried out for a tour, a choir tour as a drummer. And I ended up being stuck singing. And I sang like like three solos. And so I'm like, dude, I don't, I'm not a singer. I'm a drummer. Like, like why? So, but it was after that to where I just started leading worship. I started singing. And I, I had the confidence, if you will, to write more and to, you know, and to do more. And so hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. Well, tell us about your family. So you married? Yeah. Please. Yes, sir. So my wife, Karina, and I, we've been married for um, seven years in November, November nice. 1st. We have uh, two children, Myla and Braxton. Myla's four years old. Um, uh, she is our first and Braxton is our second. He is he is three. Uh, and um, Braxton's a little musician, man. 
Wow. He's a little musician. He, he likes to play the drums. And I kid you not, he didn't know I played the drums until <laughs> a ladies' conference. I played, by the way, thank God for ladies' conference. Like, that's the only way I get to play drums anymore. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> At least you still got a gig. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, lost so man, so he, he, you know, we noticed that he just wanted to play and he would use everything as sticks, pencils. Like, he would go... And we we start missing our, our forks and knives and stuff. I'm like, yo, where where's all of our utensils, babe? And Braxton would have him in his room, and he's just like playing drums. I'm like, this this kid wants to be a drummer, and now he he can play a four four. His timing is actually really really impressive for a three year old. So we, we want to cultivate that. So I'm gonna try to sure. teach him as much as I can. But anyway, so are you from this area originally? I was born in Fresno. That's Northern California. For those of you that that aren't familiar with California, and like um, my. <laughs> my parents moved out to Southern California when I was uh, about six months, and I've been here ever since, man. That's gotcha. Yeah. Nice. So you sang at NAYC 2019, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I've seen the video clips. Um, how was that experience? It truly um, was was incredible. Um, I, that was my first time being at NAYC, and um, kind of been ruined now. So, you know, I kind of got to see the, the whole how— Literally, I walked into the, the the stadium when it was empty. There was nothing there. And we got to see how, how it just, the stage was put together, how the, the screens were put together. And then, of course, you know, the, the whole, um, the practice experience, seeing how, you know, how the band rehearsed. And, and of course, you know, with James, you know, he, he was working with the with the vocals. It was just just an incredible experience. And then when you get there, and and uh, I guess they said it was the first time that they'd done this. We literally had live um, live rehearsals, which was great. It helped it helped us out a lot. Yeah, that's nice. Um, we ran through the entire service, like literally from 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 you know the the first moment to the last moment. You know that they, they at least tried to you know work that in, and uh, we were well prepared. They did a great job. And so the first night, I had a moment during um, how I need you. And I remember uh, Rachel French. She was she was leading that song, and um, it's a song from I I can't remember who sings it. Is it does Passion sing that song? How I Need You? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a great I'm, song. I'm very gospel. Oh. <laughs> um, so that song was was um, I think it was like our last song for the first set. And as I'm singing, bro, I just I lose it. I lost it. I just started thinking about like like wow, God. I, I mean, how did I get here? You know, I, I'm just I'm just a worship leader from California. You know, I'm just you know just this. This kid that just wanted to wanted to serve God, wanted to do whatever God wanted me to do, and loved music, loved you know, loved serving, loved you know, being you know, being in the church, being a part of the kingdom, and and I'm I'm here. It's unbelievable. So um, my wife actually has a video, like I, I'm like crying like a baby. I'm like you know, trying to sing the song, like <laughs> just crying. But it was just a great experience. I really enjoyed being a part of it, and I actually utilized a lot that I learned. Um, from just the practices and just the structure. I utilize that with my team at home and when I go and travel. It's just, just a great experience. Great experience. Were you there for two weeks in rehearsals? I was. I got there Thursday. What was your parking bill? 300 You know what? I didn't I didn't bring a car, bro. Praise man. God. Because I, I, rec- I recognize that uh, in uh, in uh, St. Louis, bro, you 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 can't park anywhere, just yeah. anywhere. You, you got to pay for everything, yeah. pay for parking. So, and everything was pretty close. Like our hotel was like right across the street. So it was great, you know. Did yeah. you guys drive? No, we didn't. No, it, I just. Oh, okay. Uh, we've heard. Yeah, we've stories. heard yeah. parking bills like 300 bucks. Bro, the devil's a lie. <laughs> can't do it, bro. No. So you just announced a tour? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The United Live Tour. Um, Traylon and I, we have albums coming out. And, um, you know, I was talking to my wife. I was like, babe, I got to do something. You know, this before, of course, we we finalized the whole tour. But I was like, babe, we, I got to do a tour. I got to do something. I got to do something. got to promote this album. And uh, we were praying about it. And I was like, Traylon's got an album coming out. I know James is already, you know, he already mm-hmm. announced his announced tour. It. I was like, man, we, I got to do something. So I called Traylon and said, hey, Dre, um, are you doing a tour? He's like, I plan to. I was like, man, maybe we should do a tour together. Mm-hmm. He's like, let me call you back. He's like, dude. He called me back. He's like, dude, let's do this. This is gonna be this is gonna be crazy. So I flew out to Detroit and uh, we sat there. And we we planned. We prayed. We we spent hours, man, just kind of trying to figure out what we're gonna do. And one of the things that we that we thought about was how we have a ton of apostolics that have live recordings coming out. Mm-hmm. Kevin Daniels got one. I've got one. Traylon, uh, Mark Crowder, um, um, Kristen Hicks. You know, you got you got uh, James. Uh, there's you know, uh, David Jennings getting ready to do one. I know there's another somewhere, but point is, there's a lot of albums that are going to come out that are expected to come out in 2021, and um, this has never happened in the history of our movement. Never. I mean, not that I like. Do, do you know Kurt? No, yeah. Have you guys ever it's seen crazy. this happen? It's crazy. So this is nuts. And so one of the things that we thought about us is that the only way that we're going to survive and do this and, and be able to 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 continue doing this is if we do it together in, in the sense that we have to have each other's back. We, we, we have to, we, we have to, first of all, pray for one another. We have to, you know, um, um, you know, write with one another, you know, I mean, if we don't support each other, who, who will, you know, we got to support each other. And so um, that's where the, the, the idea that the United tour came from. And, and I pitched the idea to Dre and say, Hey man, what, what if we just call it the, the United tour? And what, is, what has happened is that it just organically has become a thing where Draylon and I, we, we were busy outside of the tour. And so we've made what we've been doing outside of the tour part of the tour. And we're bringing, like, he can't be at a couple of places or one of the places that, I, I, that I'm going to be at. And I can't be at a couple of places that he can be at. But since it's the United Tour, we're bringing out other artists that are apostolic that that may not have an opportunity outside of that, you know, they, you know, their albums are not out yet, but hey, this is an opportunity for them exactly. to be a part of this and it's united. Yeah. And so we're excited about it. Our first stop is in Arizona this uh this Friday coming up. Um so if this if this podcast drops before then, go to the United Life Tour.com and get your tickets for the Arizona stop. We're gonna be in Phoenix and we can't wait to see you there if you guys are in the area. Nice. What other cities will we going to? Um, the cities that we have announced so far are uh, uh, Columbus, which Jalen's going to be with with um, with uh, Court Chavis, and then he's going to be in Kentucky um, with um, I believe David Jennings is going to be there, and in Louisville, and then um, I'm going to be in here in in LA, <laughs> LA. <laughs> um, with Nathan Rachel French <laughs> and uh, Kristen Hicks. Awesome. And uh, we also also got another special special musician that's going to be there. That's right. I want to announce that until later. It's going to be cool. <laughs> you guys got to check that out. You'll be in Colton, right? He's going to be yeah, in Colton. Colton. <laughs> Sounds and good. So, um, and then of course we're going to be. Oh, I can't say that other day because we haven't. You know, we uh, haven't put it out yet. Uh, but we like to do like proprietary information. <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> we're going to be in a couple other places, so we're excited about it. So stay tuned on, stay what, tuned. on Instagram, Facebook, or what's yes, your website for them? The website for the for the tour, tour? Yeah. Uh, the dot com. Okay. I believe it's the. Let me 
make sure it's done. We'll have merch available. We will. We're fired up about that. We can't wait for that too. Um, yep. It's the, it's actually United live tour.com. Okay. United live tour.com. If y'all need help running a merch shop, let us know. Yeah, We've been running for one sure, for bro. about six months yeah, and uh, cleaning up. it's, it's a pretty big website. If you're listening to the convo, KC.com, go get a hoodie. Yeah. It's awesome. Or bro. sweater. Well, we definitely need, United need some more merch. Sure. Let's do that. Love so, Frank, you ever heard like a little, I don't think I've heard the whole story, if you don't mind sharing it. If you yeah. do mind sharing it, I'll yeah, for sure. add my question off so it doesn't seem like you rejected me. <laughs> um, tell me about, tell us about, um, I've heard, like, I know your father passed, right? Yeah. How did, you know, this the whole story with your recording. Can you just... Absolutely. I think it's important to, to share this because it, it, it really is my why when it comes to this album. Mm-hmm. Um uh, January 2019, my dad was diagnosed with uh, with uh, a, a rare form of, of leukemia, and um, and so it was on a Sunday. It was, I believe, it was it was January 24th, and my mom had called me. My dad had, you know, the night before he had been, you know, he went to the hospital, was in the in the ER, and and you know, I was literally on my way to the, go to the hospital to visit him after service. And my mom was like, son, I need to, I need to meet you. I need to talk to you. Like, I knew something was wrong. I was like, oh man. So she literally meets me off the freeway, right off the freeway. And it's funny because she met me where our church is located now. And we were actually, actually at our older, old location. But anyways, um, just ironic. But anyway, so she says, son, you know, I got something to tell you. I said, okay. She said, dad is, dad has cancer and uh, they're not going to give him very long to live. They're saying it's going to be about three months of 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 a lifespan with this type of cancer. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, wow, like, you know, took my breath away. And I was like, okay, all right, well, we're gonna pray. That's the first thing that we're gonna do. We're gonna trust God. And and that is that is the right thing to do. That's what we did. And, and we believe God. And we for for weeks we just went went before God. And he actually, my dad was doing well. He wasn't, you know, you, you the cancer didn't wasn't affecting him at the time. So we were like, okay, all right. Let's go, Jesus. You know, but it but it wasn't until a couple months later, to where I start seeing his see him decline. I started, you know, trying to think realistically. I was like, Well, God, your your ways are not our ways. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. And while we're still going to pray for healing, I I I I need to have a conversation with you. Like I I need to know that, you know that. Well, you need to know that I, I'm I'm giving you like full control. Like you're, there's nothing that I can do at this point. This all I can do is pray. All I can do is trust you. And I, and basically, I just said, God, you're in control. And I was saying that for weeks. You're in control. You're in control. And, and I was reminded of the of the children of Israel, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and, and Abednego, when when they told Nebuchadnezzar, they said, Listen, we're, we're not going to bow, uh, and 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 we're not we're, we're not going to bite our tongue either. Mm-hmm. And and we believe that we we serve a God that is more than able to deliver us out of out of your hand, and we believe that He will. But if He doesn't, we still won't bow. That had become my attitude. Like I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve you no matter what. And here's the deal: if you don't heal my, heal my dad, I still believe that you're a healer. Yeah. But I, I'm going to trust that you're going to heal him. But if you don't, I'm still going to I'm still going to trust you, God. I'm still going to trust you. And so it was a Tuesday night, man. I was sitting at the piano before service, and I I started playing in control. I just started playing it. And um, nothing is too hard for you. You are more than able. Nothing can catch you by surprise. Came like that. God gave that to me. And that song from that day forward had become my strength, man. I would go to my dad's doctor visits. At one point, um, I had just be, I had become his caregiver. 
and I, 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 um, I, I uh, resigned from my my job. I was working working at a at a hospital. Resigned my job so I could take care of my dad because he had gotten so sick to, to where his insurance wasn't able to to keep him in a facility anymore. And so I would take him to his his uh, chemo visits, and um, <clears throat> I would just sing that song, man. And sometimes it was just organic; it just happened. Nothing is too hard for you. You are more than able. Nothing can catch you by surprise. And I just start singing that, and it gave me strength every time. And for me, it was weird because normally I won't see my, you know, it's kind of weird singing your own songs, right? You don't, you know, you feel weird about it. But it was that that stigma. God took that off of me. I just felt that peace and that strength. And it it was hard, man. It was tough dealing with that that season. But God gave me that strength through that time. And so with the album, God had been dealing with me to do an album for a long time. And I felt God speak to me and say, I need you to do this album. I need you to do an album. You need to do it now. Don't wait no more. Do it. I'm, I'm going to give you all the all the funds. Just do it. And I got this confidence. I said, okay, God, if you want me to do this album, you got to give me all brand new songs. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do the, the old songs that I have. You got to give me a song that's going to speak to the season of my life. And I tell you what, man, in five months, God gave me eight brand new songs, bro, that that literally spoke to everything that I was going through in that time. Wow. Every single song from Wait On You to, to Great I Am, that's song one to song 10, talks about God's goodness, about His mercy, His grace, His, His, His unblemished record. I have a song on there. It's, it's the, the in control reprise called Unblemished. And it literally says, your record is unblemished and you'll never be defeated. I was speaking to my situation that God, even though things may seem bad right now, your record is still unblemished. That was in December, bro. My dad passed away. 22, uh, excuse me, uh, 18 days before, after my recording. Wow. And I, I still believe, man, I still believe to that day, I believed that God was going to heal him. But I had made up my mind that God was in control no matter what happened and that I was going to trust him. Wow. So, man, that's amazing. Sorry, man, I know that's heavy, but. No, it's good. That's why we're here. So, Frankie, what do you have? You have the tour coming up. Yes, sir. Your album, we're believing it's going to be a great success. I'm just Praise really. God. We've we've been saying I'm like super excited about Praise God. you know Mark's album just came out for Mark's record just came out Friday the song and I was like Mark dropped a record and and Travis Green and Todd Delaney dropped a duet and it's like how proud of it as apostolics are we we could listen to one and listen to another. there's no drop off in quality it ain't right like, yes sir we're just exactly. gonna listen to Mark because he's apostolic no it's just as good it's just as good man yeah you know yes sir and that's everybody's James yours wow, like, praise God Frankie's I mean um, Draylon's like everybody's records are good and like that's we're all Britney's we're all just I'm I'm just ecstatic wow you know, like praise God man ecstatic that um you know we can all be doing this for kingdom that's really yes, what sir. it comes down to um we're you know, it's making true. songs that we could sing in our churches. Yes, sir. You know, using producers that go to Pentecostal churches so that we could, you know, do record a sound of Pentecost. You know, what yes, I'm sir. Song Love that. You, so it's true. Amazing. It's really exciting. You know, what else do you have on your plate for the future? Well, um, <clears throat> I like to do another album. Yeah, and I, I mean, <laughs> it's funny. I've got like six or seven songs in the bank right now that wow. over the last year, it's been a year and three months since the recording. And um, God has just been giving me songs, man. I'm just, I feel like I can bounce back and just do another album, you know? Uh, of course, I got to let this one breathe a little bit, right? But I just, I feel like I want, I need to do another one. I need to, I need to push another one out and just have these, 
songs that are coming out. And I feel like um, I didn't want to do it alone. I wanted to, this time, I wanted to write with other people. And so um, I, I've been, you know, reaching out to, you know, Draylen and Nathan and Rachel. They're really close friends to, of, of mine and my wife's. And so we, when we go up to visit, it seems like we write a song every time we're there. And so um, it's just like, I just, I just feel like, you know, we need, uh, the apostolic movement needs more songs. And there's, there's no time to get complacent and just stop back to your first album. We, we need to we need to bring we need to, we need to do more songs. So I feel like this next album I'm going to do I'm going to do another one. It's going to be a collaboration where I'm going to work with with other uh, with other artists and 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 then on top of that I feel like after that I feel like we the movement we need to get together and do we need to do we need to do something. Yeah, I know Maverick City as you know they they do their thing and. You've got you've got you know the Elevation Collective, and mm-hmm. I feel like there's a collective with the with with the episodes that we I mean we have so much talent, and I think in 2022 you're gonna start seeing the this this wave of music that's just I mean think about it eight albums that's 80 songs yeah plus wow. you know yeah it's 80 that's a lot of songs bro so that's just that live recordings that's not the Britney Scotts and the Nathan Rachel Frenches that that have, that are bringing out you know albums and singles every month it seems like uh, Britney has an album every day I love it she has a record every I, I just her, the, the work that she's been doing man I'm so proud of what she's been doing she's been bringing out pushing out quality I love it but you know we have so much to look forward to so I feel like I want to be a part of that of course I want to do my, another album but I want to be a part of, of that yeah. I want to be a part of what's going on in the movement so so yeah man I'm excited I'm excited so, are you a musician as well? It sounds like you are considered. Yes, sir. So, locally at my church, um, I'm the worship pastor, mm-hmm. as well as a lot of other stuff there. Um, I love my church, Family Worship Center. Center. If you guys are listening, I love you. Um, but um, so basically, I, I play keys. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I didn't play keys before, and uh, at the time, I was 19 years old. My pastor called me on a Wednesday night. He said, "Hey, I need you to play on Sunday." I'm like, play what? Play the piano. You're the music director now. I said, I'm what? He said, yes, sir. We, we need a we need an MD. We need a piano player. And you're the guy. I'm like, oh, my. All right. So I, I learned like three songs. I did Freedom, Hear Him to Worship, and like some other song. And we did it for like two weeks straight, bro. And, <laughs> and I just, every week I try to learn, you know, learn songs. So I learned the number system. You know, our bass player, thank God, Brandon, Brandon Claiborne is my buddy. Uh, he helped me with, he helped me learn the number system and, I, I learned chords and learned, I learned uh, scales and learned, you know, uh, I learned all that good stuff. And, um, and so over the, the last, I think it's been 10 years now, I've been the, I've been the MD at my church. And so I play keys, play drums. I want to learn how to play the guitar. All right. I, 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 I need a, I need a good guitar teacher, you know. That's what Kurt said. He was going to learn how to play it's acoustic too this year. Just, I'm going to do it. It's not, it's not a, this year is not over. I just bought a lefty bass and a lefty guitar. Well, my wife got me a lefty guitar a couple years ago for my birthday. I have, and I have, I have pickups and everything, bro. I'm ready. Oh, I'm so ready to learn, bro. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to be the, 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 the uh, apostolic Travis Green, bro. Let's, do Let's go. I, I gotta stop saying that because people keep saying like, bro, you sound like Travis Green. I'm not trying to. I really am not. I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. Well, Frankie, this is my first time meeting you in person. No, well, no, we met at Marks. Marks, yeah, yeah that's we've recently I mean. met. In- this is the first time we got to hang out. Yeah, man. that's yeah. true. I can say I, I really enjoyed hanging out with your stand-up guy. Man, likewise, I wish you nothing bro. Appreciate but you. Much success. success. Yes, Thank you, bro. Twenty twenty-one and moving forward. How about you and Draylen? 
for the first time at, at Mark's recording. Really? Wow. And let me tell you guys something about Draylon's record. Draylon's record is going to be bananas. Yeah, I heard some of it. Yeah. It, I'm telling you, I was there at the recording. Did you guys go to the recording? Mm-mm. When I was there at the recording, it was just, it's such a special night. And I felt like, you know, I got a chance. I got the privilege to go to a couple other recordings. And it just seems like each time it just keeps getting better and better and better and better and better. And I don't think we're going to stop there. I, just, I think it's just going to get better and better. I'm going to share this and, and then I'll, I'll, I'll try to be quiet. But I just felt like we were talking about this. Ray Irving, James Wilson, uh, Draylon Young, uh, Mark Crowder was there too. And we were just sitting there talking at, Dray, at Draylon's recording about how we feel like sooner rather than later, you're going to start seeing... we. This is prior to COVID, too, or not, it's just during COVID, actually. Yeah. So we, we had this vision. We just believed that, that you know, sooner rather than later, we, you're going to start seeing Apostolics doing tours together, uh, arena tours. We're going to be bringing Victor Jacksons and and and, and Kyle Herrings and and and, and um, the other, um, Josh Herring and, 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 and these evangelists um, with us. And you're going to have full 30,000 people, just like an NYC, uh Full stadiums, people getting the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like it's almost like, why not? Why not us? Why can't we do a Winter Jam tour, something like that? Yeah. Like I, I remember, and this is where the idea came from. I, it was like ten years ago. Toby Mac, and you know, like four other artists, they were there, what have you, and we were in the Citizens Bank Arena in in Ontario, California, and it was like thirty thousand people. Like probably, probably I don't know how many, but it was like a lot of people. It was thousands of people. And I looked around, I was like, man, and this is before we, we had any quote unquote episodic artists as we do now right. that are recording like crazy. Um, I was like, man, imagine if we could do this, like if episodics can do this, man, just imagine. And we get it, you know, after the concert, we have an altar call. They had an altar call mm-hmm. and they had a call, the call to prayer. And they, you know, they did their thing. Imagine if we could do that. Yeah. Imagine how many people could get the Holy Ghost. Imagine, just imagine that. And I'm like, we, we can do that now. We have the artists for it. We we have, I mean, we we have everything we need now. We have, I mean, we have the musicians. Oh my word, we have the musicians. We have the producers. What can't what can't God do with us now? Like we can we can really do anything that God wants us to do with this music. And doing a tour like that is minute to God, I believe. It's just like, oh, absolutely, no problem. We can do that. And I believe that that's in our future. I believe that it's it's in our near future. I've never even thought about that. Yeah, it can happen, bro. I've thought about it. I think I shared that with that you at Mark's, Mark's recording, and he said, "Oh, bro, it's it's, it's already getting yeah. ready to go down." Stand by, you stand by, <laughs> stand by. Yeah. So, it should. I mean, you think about up, like in, on the missions field, they always have these crusades with hundreds of thousands of people. Yes, like, sir. Surely we could get thirty thousand. Yeah, and this is a ministry. You know, while while we have you know, you know, evangelists, they go out and they preach and they go to crusades. You know, God can utilize, you know, this music in a way to draw people, get people, because yeah. you know the music is going out into the world, and you you get you get listeners from all over the place, and sometimes they'll just come because they they love the music, and they'll come because of the music, but they'll leave with the Holy Ghost, they'll leave with strength, they'll leave with a life changing experience, they'll leave differently than what they came. The music is just a tool to, to get, get them there. And I'm telling you, man, what well, an Bishop opportunity. Says all the time. He says, it's just a bait on the hook. That's it. You're a fisherman, so you know about that. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah. So we got to go fishing, man. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Party. 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 <laughs>
So you're a foodie? I am a foodie. Oh, you guys know this. You guys learned it this weekend. So for those of you that 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 did not watch the the live, bro, I ate like four different things and I was starving in Santa Monica the other night. Yeah. But anyways, he he lost his entire stimulus to the to the cart guys. <laughs> Bro, that hot dog messed me up, too. I shouldn't have had that thing. Did it mess you up, too, That thing was like karate, bro. (laughs) Bro, but it was so good when I was eating it. It was really good. It was good. That pizza, pizza, bro. I think I was starving because that pizza was fire. And it was really hard. But it was fire. (laughs) (laughs) The crust was like crumbling into my hand, bro. (laughs) But it was so good, man. I was starving. Oh, man. It's crazy. I haven't had... But enough time to go see really all like the local food spots. But I know there's some fire. Yeah, bro. There's a lot of great spots around here. So you're going to have to come back, bro. I I wonder when you can come back. I don't know. I have to check. Yeah, got to check. Let's see here. We've got some rapid fire. Yeah, we have a rapid fire segment. We're just going to ask you a question. Let's go. You just got to answer as fast as you can. Let's do it. Favorite restaurant? Oh, man. Why you do that to me, bro? Um... Tacos La Central. Let's let's go with that. Where is that? That is here in Colton and Rialto, bro. Tacos La Central. Got to go. Favorite coffee drink? Oh, man. Um, don't tell me you don't like coffee. I love coffee. I'm okay. a huge coffee fan. But I know you guys are going to, to think I'm disrespectful with this because I like the... <laughs> I like an iced caramel macchiato from Starbucks, but oh, yeah. you know I know that's, that's terrible for you. No, I actually yeah. drink those. Yeah, is that all right? I would drink but I know I, I know yeah, true coffee lovers is like ah, right. stop, come on, really? I mean, Starbucks is he, they've brought their game back. Yeah, they, they fell off for a little while. They've came back a little. Well, I mean that's that's my that's my like quick stop like on the way too, yeah. accessible because you know all of the cool coffee shops are like you got to you know you got to get out of your car, you got to go all the way in, you got to put on a mask. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. I just want to drive up. too much. Come to Little Rock. <laughs> Coronavirus is not there anymore. Favorite gospel artist? Currently? Yeah, currently. James Wilson. Nice. Currently. See, that's, that's why awesome. God's going to bless you because you could support your brother. Hey, that's absolutely. Right. God could trust you with success. Yes, sir. Praise God. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Favorite country you've ever visited? America. That's the only country. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, I, I've only been to Mexico. Uh, I haven't been to any other countries, bro. <laughs> well, at least you picked the U.S. of A. U.S. beat up Mexico. Bro, the wall, brother. I tell you what, man. Oh. I'm gonna tell you this. I went to. I went. To, I love clams, bro. I, I love fish. I love seafood. So I went to Mexico. I went to. I think it was Ensenada or whatever, and they had these huge clams, bro. They put like. Oh my gosh, mouth water, cheese and chives, bro. <laughs> and it's like, so hungry. bro, it was. Probably the best thing I ever had in my life. Yeah. And they had, they put shrimp, they they like cook shrimp and they put it on top of it, bro. I'm like, what is this? And it was like three dollars. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was bomb, dude. It was like one of the best things I ever had in my life. Saturday morning, the weather's beautiful. You're mm-hmm. driving down the road. What mm-hmm. song are you turning on? Currently, you are forever my king. Nice. Yeah, forever my king. That's that sounds very very bad, but you know, for those of you that that are that are artists. And and you're you're trying to you know trying to picture your album. It's not out yet. You try you know you're trying to see different things. Like I'll be driving down the freeway in the middle of the night and say, I wonder how how it was how people are gonna <laughs> gonna listen to it at night, you know. And I'll turn it on. Or, or you know, I, I don't know if that makes sense, bro. Like I'll, I'll be I'll be in my room. I'm like I wonder how people 
you know, how are they going to feel? Like, how's it going to sound when they're in the room? I wonder how they're going to sound when they're in a church. So I do stuff like that. It sounds weird, but you you would know what I'm talking about if you if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. What's your favorite song off your album? To be honest, probably Unblemished. And it's 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 a it's um it's a reprise. It's like it's like nine words, and it's like one of my favorites. That one, and then um, the first song, which is um, um, "Wait on You," another ballad, worship ballad. Is there anything that you learned in the recording process um, that you wish you would have known at the start of it? Like it, maybe as far as like arranging songs or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the things that I, that I wish I would have done was collab more, you know, and 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 get get other people involved. I think for me, it was one of those things where it was an insecurity thing for me. I was like, you know what? I just first of all, I need to get this done, and then second, I don't know if people are gonna want to want to write with me, you know. And there's just it's just an insecurity, which is far from the truth, you know. We, we got great people. They're they're all my friends. They're you know, and a lot of people I didn't I didn't know a lot of people at the time either, actually. I, I, and like the the relationships that I have now, I feel like it's been a year and a half, but I feel like I've known these people for, for years now. You know what I mean? Right. So, but I, that's one of my regrets is that I didn't write with more artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it gives you a reason to do another one. There you go. That's true. There you go. I feel like we need to let you get something to eat now. <laughs> this has been great. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, yeah, this has been awesome. Yeah. Glad we are able to take advantage of being in the area. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Done. We'll do another one when the album releases. That Let's way we go. can. Yeah. You can come to Luda Rock, dude, the studio. Let's do it, bro. All right. Yeah. Um, Said nothing but a word, man. Looking up flights now. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here's a cool thing. I've been traveling a lot with my wife. And so we've been able to just like sit in our own row. Like it's been consistent. And I'm like, oh, praise nice. God. So what we do is we, we get that, that, you know, like the emergency exit area. There's a, there's a, part where there, there's like these these bucket rows where it's just two seats and then right behind it there's three but you can you can put your legs out on that on that window seat so my wife she'll have the she'll have the aisle seat and i'll put my legs out bro i got long legs oh, bro nice. so I'm, I'm stretched out bro and i'm like this is great and no one no one comes no one you know yeah no, no one comes to mess with like, hey praise god we're good on the way here i had a middle seat yeah on one of my flights and those are the best naps yeah the middle seats because you're snug bro when your neck so like <laughs> Yeah, I already made up my mind. I'm sitting next to a window to even if I just don't to sit fall by, asleep. Yeah, bro. If I don't sit by I'm just gonna tell you tomorrow morning. I'm gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna be out. I'm gonna be slap we'll out. We'll be sitting beside each other because we both <laughs> need windows. Do you guys have the the, the neck pillows? No. I forgot it, bro. Um, listen, go get your neck pillow. Get your neck. Are you guys? Uh, I always, LAX had one, I always dude, forget it every time I try. My brother just got like a memory foam travel pillow or something, yeah, bro, dude. It's me amazing, too. bro. Listen, let me tell you something. I had the best sleep. On my way, where, where was that? To Milwaukee a couple weeks ago. Bro, listen, I don't even remember, like, landing. I woke up, my <laughs> wife was like, babe, we're here. I'm like, what? We're here, we're where? <laughs> She's like, you slept the whole whole way, babe. I'm like, I, yeah, I did. Like, it was, man, listen. So they have them for 12 bucks. Um, in the Ont- you guys going to Ontario? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Southwest, right? You guys are probably going to be in, in, in uh, Seagate. So... You get to Seagate, you're going to see a, a uh, um, what's that? It's like a coffee shop or whatever. Right next to the coffee shop, there, there's a there's like this this bar. You don't go to the bars, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's right next to the bar. I'm just, you know, letting you guys just know where it's at. Just using stuff you're familiar right. with. <laughs> <laughs> <my marks> here. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a little store there. It's like a little gift shop. And bro, they had those neck pillows. They had the memory foam ones. They're, they're amazing. All right, I'm getting one. In the so morning. go get one in the morning, bro. So if people want to look you up, where can they find you online? Um, you can find me on social media, uh, Instagram at Frankie Taylor Jr. At fa- on Facebook at Frankie Taylor. And then I have a website where I have all of my resources just in case you want to do it at your church. Um, I've got uh, In Control, More Than Amazing, and Forever My King, Charts, court, uh, charts and uh, um, Stems. Nice. And so, yeah, go check it out. FrankieTaylorJr.com. FrankieTaylorJr.com. Go check it out. Awesome. We appreciate your time. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Looking appreciate forward to doing it again. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. So keep your eyes out and keep a watch on Frankie Taylor's Instagram. Uh, for some announcements that should be coming out very soon. Yeah, very soon. We believe that he has a big announcement for everybody coming up. Yeah, and if there's a stop near you, make it a priority to get tickets and go check it out. I know you'll have a good time. Frankie Taylor and Draylon Young on the United Tour. Check them out. Yeah. We'll be back next week. We have our um, next guest already lined up. She's an awesome musician. Yes, I said she, our second female guest. Should be awesome. That's right. Stay tuned, like a tune bucket, for more information on who that will be. Yeah, that's all the hints we can give, though. That's right. Make sure to check out the ConvoKC.com for some merchandise. We've got some hoodies left, some hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts. We actually did a reorder of uh, hoodies in some sizes that we don't have, so be on the lookout. Shout out to Broker Rick. That's right. He came through, and um, we had to reload for Southwest as well. Yeah, April 15th and 16th, that's coming up, so get ready. Yeah, don't miss it. Um, If by chance another large um, conference was canceled this year that you were planning on going to, um, go check out out something else that's going on. We've got some alternatives for you. Yep. Um, If you're planning on buying some of that merch, you may as well get some of ours at this point. Yeah, it can't hurt. Go check us out on Instagram at the Convo KNC. And shout out to the people that hit us up on Cash App. Yeah, um, we haven't forgotten you. Thank you for those four people that yeah, sent have, us a dollar. We now have $4 in our account. So the challenge is who can send us four bucks now. Yeah.